Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, you good humans? Welcome to a very special week of Good Humans Podcast. This week is a bit of a blackout week. We will still be bringing you the 1% podcast on Wednesday, but no guest on Friday because this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm going to be bringing you a very special guest as this weekend I got to do something really cool. So what I did was I had a girl on the podcast a few months ago by the name of Jessie McLaughlin, and we had an amazing chat. I got to learn her story, and what she does now, she's back here in Australia after a bit of a hiatus over in America, becoming a doctor and creating a festival for people who are homeless. She thought, let's do it here in Australia as well. So the first festival was last weekend up at uh, Brisbane. I was asked by Jesse if I could come and get involved. Well, I actually offered. I was like, I'd love to get involved however I can. I don't really know what I can do that can help, but maybe I can come up and do Good Humans Podcast Live and get to know some of the stories of people who, yeah, are attending the festival and, yeah, need a bit of help. So I had an amazing time up at the festival and I got to chat to a handful of people and hear their stories. So this week, there's going to be five episodes. Make sure you listen to all of them. They're very special episodes and I'd really, really appreciate if you check them out. If you're enjoying the episodes this week, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and yeah, it really helps us and gets us moving up the ratings. So what happened this weekend? I went to Old True Festival on the Saturday, but before I went, I put out a little social media thing on TikTok and Instagram saying, I'm going to do this on the weekend. I'm going to chat to these people and hear their stories, but I want to give more back to them. So I decided I'm going to give a good human factory prize pack to everyone who jumps on for a chat. So I took uh, 11 packs down there, but I also put out to the good human factory community through my social media. If anyone wants to donate a hundred dollars and write a little note to somebody who's struggling, I'll handwrite it in a card and I'll put the $100 donation and give it to them and read out the message on the podcast. So it was really special. A few of the people who wrote the messages in are just absolute legends. Well, everybody is an absolute legend who got involved. I ended up with $1,100 to give out. So we gave 11 different people um, cash donations. I do have five episodes this week. So there's a few who got the donations that didn't want to sit down for a chat and that's all good. They really needed it and it went a long way. Um, A little forewarning, these episodes do have a bit of background noise. There was music going on so I tried my best they are very short episodes between 5 to 12 minutes I think all of them this week so do your best try listen the whole way through Um, yeah and just have a bit of empathy for people who have a different story to maybe yours and yeah listen to the beautiful messages that the people wrote in who wanted to donate Um, this this episodes are all gonna have the same intro because I've got a very busy week so let's jump straight in to these chats welcome to Altru Festival everyone I'm here at Altru with Terry. Mate, how's your day been? It's um, been all right here so far, yeah. It's been great, yeah. It's good to have these venues from time to time. Yeah, what sort of services have you checked in with today? Pretty much all of them, yeah. So what have we got here? We've got legal services, we've got clothing, we've got food. What's been the best food here? Uh, I really haven't tried the food here yet. Oh, you haven't? I was dumb enough to have breakfast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mate, so what we're doing here today is just trying to get a bit of an idea and perspective of maybe some of the things that 
the guests have gone through that have been quite challenging to hopefully break down a bit of the stigma to show that, yeah, people go through challenging times that are unavoidable sometimes. So can we rewind back? Do you want to tell me a bit about your upbringing and sort of school life if you're lucky enough to attend school? Um, yeah, I didn't have the easiest upbringing. Um, pretty much I was born around drugs, alcohol, violence. Um, yeah, it's pretty full on. My old man was in and out of jail, um, robbery, drinking offences. My old man was a good bloke. He just played with the big boys in Melbourne. As for the other um, thing on the other side, she was just, just a very foul, putrid person, really. But my old man stood up for me for a lot and he done his best, you know. He's um, passed away in the last 10 years, unfortunately. Um, I never got to say goodbye and tell him that you were in the right, but that's the way it happens sometimes, you know. And um, you can't live on regret. They want you to move on. You've got to move on, do your best. I've lost a lot because of what's happened in the past, but um, you just got to make the best of what you got. You can't sort of dwell and... Um, you know, burst into tears and all that. And I understand why some people are the way that they are. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, a lot of the homeless I don't sympathise for. If they've got addiction or whatever, and they try and take it out on other people. The ones I do sympathise for are the families, the children, those from uh, domestic violence situations I do sympathise for. They're priority number one. I am grateful that I do have a roof over my house, over my, uh, over my head now. But I do believe with myself, I do deserve better. And um, once I do get there, I want to do more outreaching services towards others to give back a bit to those who are deserving, not those who want or, um, you know, those who are more needy of the deserving, you know. Mm. So that's my aim anyway, you know. I, I don't work. I'm on a pension. Um, I've spent a lot of my years in boarding houses. I've learnt from others what they've gone through, through childhood abuse, um, through orphanages and um, drugs and alcohol. So I have a very deep outlook on um, experience through other people, what they've been through, not just my own scepter of ways of like looking at things through experience and all that and, um, you know, gangs and violence and all that like I have, you know, but through, uh, through other people's eyes and that. It's about communicating with others and understanding other other people too and um, working in with other people, you know. So pretty much like, um, you know, there's good people like, you know, in boarding houses or room houses. Um, you know, when you learn from others, you become a stronger person, you mm. know. There's good people in housing, but there's some, you know, there's some people that aren't so good, but you've got to like sort of like learn how to deal with yourself before you deal with others. And that's what I'm do doing now. Every day is an experience within your life. Mate, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I, it's it's really powerful, your story, hearing the upbringing that you had. It's <laughs> like some people are dealt cards that are almost impossible to win a hand of poker in. And it sounds like, I mean, you're still here. You can look back with respect for your dad. And I'm sure he's probably so proud in his grave. Looking down on you right now, the way that you speak about him is as much as you didn't get to say goodbye, I'm sure he's looking down and proud of the way that you speak of him and his legacy. So really beautiful. You said you were homeless for a stage. How was that? It's something that I obviously haven't experienced. How difficult is it having to wake up on the streets and try and fend every day just for somewhere to sleep? It's how you apply yourself, really. It's, um, I haven't done it just once. I used to run away from home. Um, back in the eighties, it would have been about 1982. 
um, I lived in a suburb called Sandringham. My um, well, the other thing on the other side of um, the old man lived over in a suburb called Sandringham. Um, it's a more wealthy part of like Melbourne, and I used to run away from home because of the abuse and the beatings and all that. So I slept in the middle of June in um, Melbourne Square, and um, it was bitterly cold. And um, when you are a young child or 12, you are very vulnerable. And I've had to actually on the streets of Brisbane put a few children like straight out wow. um, because I had an experience where I was laying like um, on a bench and I was asleep, but I felt a hand go up the crack of my butt and I woke up and um, I sort of jumped and there was an old guy like who um, said, hello, little boy, would you like to come home with me and um, I can give you a bath? But I think he needed a bath himself, but I have never moved so quick and I took off on my bike. Wow. And um, so I've had that experience from down in Melbourne where I was homeless a couple of times as a young person. And um, I've been homeless a few times like um, here in Brizzy, you know, but the longest was probably about like, um, you know, four years ago, like nine months and then COVID kicked in and I went up to Men's Shutter and um, what do you call it, um, Mariborough and they were great there. Majority of the guys that were there, like there were guys that got out of um, um, the inside like early, you know, um, due to COVID and all that and most of those guys were feeding some guys so some of the nicest guys you can even meet. There are only four real idiots in the two and a half months I stayed there. Wow. So, no, it was a good experience, you know, and... um. You know, understanding and cooperating with other people and um, respecting other people and listening and learning, you know, also makes you a better person, you know. So um, my way of like living on the streets here in Brisbane when I did, it's just by a year beforehand, I happened to be walking down a pathway or walkway um, in um, Anogra and I said to myself, that would be a good spot to sleep. If I become homeless, a year later I'll become homeless and that's where I went to and I slept. And the magic rule when you are on the streets and when you are homeless, don't tell anyone where you go because you can become a victim very, very easily. And I refused to sleep, sleep in the city. So I went out on the bus or the train out to Inaugura Park and that's where I slept. Wow. You know, and no one knew I was there. Hardly anyone knew I was there except for the police and the fireys. I did have an experience one night. Where one thirty, I was having an um about November two thousand nineteen. I had an experience where I was sleeping. The fireys turned up, and um anyway, in the sleep I had a dream that I was in the movie Total Recall. It's sort of like that. All the there was lights and there was like the soil was all like burgundy colour, but anyway, those lights got brighter. So anyway, they got brighter and I woke up and there was this real bright light. I didn't know what to do, but this light was too bright to be a torch. So I wound up my zipper and there's these men running around with um, yellow like um, raincoats on and there's fire everywhere. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether to go or stay. But I stayed anyway and I looked over and there's a fire engine flashing its lights at me. So that was kind of like the biggest trip that I ever had on the streets. Wow. You know, and um, something unexpected. But one thing, if you do re if you do respect where you sleep, 
the police will leave you alone. The Brisbane City Council will leave you alone. You clean up after yourself every day, they'll leave you alone. I did have another experience where, like, um, the police helicopter went over. Um, the next morning, the police came down. They watched me pack up. They checked the place or whatever. And I just kept on going back there and sleeping. So the Queensland police are pretty good. The majority of most of them are pretty good. And the fireys are pretty good. And um, Brisbane City Council are pretty good. If, you know, you respect where you sleep, they're going to leave you alone and respect you as much as you respect them. So it works yeah. both ways, you know. Well, good on you, man. Thank you so much for sharing. I love the part where you said when you were younger in Melbourne, you could have been at home, but you chose to be on the streets rather than being in a domestic violence situation. So I put my heart out to you, man. It's like when you're choosing to sleep on the street rather than another situation, it, it seriously, my heart goes out to you. And I'm so appreciative of you sharing your story, being so open. I'm sure a lot of people listening will have a new perspective. On, well, my yeah. story is about moving forward. Mm. You know, learn from the past. Don't go back. Keep on moving forward. You know, and, you know, because the thing is to move, the more you move forward, the more you become a survivor than a victim. A lot of people have been victims. I've been a victim, but I prefer to be a survivor. It's the only way you're going to win. Don't ever let them win. And the thing on the other side of the the mother, I can tell you now, she's rotting away in a nursing home in Perth and she's only brought it on herself. No one wants to talk to her. No one cares. And I don't have time for it. I can tell everyone that, like, just because they're your family, it doesn't mean they're always your friends. Mm. And that's with a lot of people too, you know. The thing is, you've got to work it out yourself. And you will you you will work it out as you get older. Good the idea. truth seems to come out. The more older you get, the, the more the truth comes out, you know. And sometimes it can hurt a little bit, but it makes you stronger. You just got to have that realization. You just got to keep on moving forward and get over it, you know? Mate, well, you are an absolute <laughs> legend. I appreciate you sitting down. Yeah. So part of my Good Human Factory community and the podcast, I put out to my audience, I'm going to be coming here speaking to some people just like yourself. And I said, would some people like to donate some money and also write a little card? So I've got a little card here for you with a little note from one of our beautiful community members. I'm going to read it out to you. Is that okay? Yeah. So this is a note from this beautiful girl by the name of Kristen. So she's written, To a good human, love is real and it's all around us, but first it starts from within us. I know it may seem hard at times to see the forest through the trees when the odds are stacked up against you, but I promise you we'll be okay and these dark days will pass. I believe in you and if at times it's hard to love yourself, know that I love you. Just like the lotus flower, we have to the ability to rise from the mud, bloom in complete darkness, and radiate into the world. From Kristen, and she's given a hundred dollars to you as well. So, to me, can help. Yeah, this is for you. Wow, how's I'm, that? Nice. I'm blowing. Thank you. And nice little I, card. I, I like to like say for thank you very much because that will help. And I don't waste this money; it'll go towards something because I want to move on from where I am, and. I'm, I'm rebuilding, if you know what I mean. Good on you. I'm doing what I should have done in, in my 20s now. Good on and you. no one's going to get in front of me. I'm taking on a whole lot of people and I'm over being bullied. I've been bullied all my life at work and in my childhood and, you know, no more. Enough's enough. But Mate. I'm very grateful for that $100, man. It's been, I'm very, I'm very well appreciated, you know, of this so mate well, can i give you a hug thank you for yeah, sharing your thank story you. you're a legend thank you cheers brother i've got a little hoodie for you as well so sweet get cold here's some socks and um a little hoodie for yeah, you as well from the yeah. factory yeah no nah, um 
Thank you. Ex- You're a excellent, Extra man. Extra large. That'll fit you. Yeah, no, I very much right. appreciate that. Thanks so much, Terry. You're a Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 